0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Special Story Podcast. My name is Sharon, and I'm here talking about our lives raising kids with special needs. So, usually it's Sharon and Steven, my husband, but um, he is currently at flag football practice with Max, so I'm kind of riding solo tonight. I think it's just been a little bit of a crazy couple days for us, so I just told Steve, you know what, don't worry about it. I will just record on my own, and you know, I don't really need your contribution that much anyway. Just kidding, Steve. No, I'm totally joking. But um, I did tell him that I would go ahead and just record totally solo. Oh, except for the fact that Max, so they got home about five minutes ago from flag football. And Max, as you know, is always up for a little podcast recording. In fact, in many ways, I actually think that he enjoys podcasting more than Steve does. (laughs) He's really, I mean, he's just really gotten into it and I love that he loves it. I feel like it makes it more of like a family hobby and something that we all do versus just me kind of talking to no one or having to do it like and take time away from the kids because I do work and so sometimes I feel a little bit guilty about just taking time away from them and, you know, I don't want to feel like it's interfering with family life. So I love that Max loves to join. In fact, I w- I read, um, oh my gosh, I read a book by Jennifer Fulweiler. I don't know if anybody's familiar with her, but I highly recommend it. It was really, really interesting. And it was kind of all about how she got married. So So I'm Catholic and she converted to Catholicism. And she went from basically, I think, never wanting to have kids to having six kids in a very short period of time but she talks about the fact that she had always wanted to be a writer and the book kind of talks about her whole journey to become a writer and to balance her family life with like this this drive and this ambition that she had always had and i just i really loved it i just really loved the message and i loved like the idea that you don't have to give up all of your passions and all of your hobbies and everything else just because you have a family she talks a lot about how you should really try to integrate your family life into your passions and into your hobbies and of course that's you know that's sometimes more possible than others so in my full-time job I work in technology so you know they're not going to want to see my kids on a conference call and I get that I don't expect them to and I do not fault them for not wanting that that's totally fine But I feel like when it comes to podcasting, I just love the idea of incorporating the kids and making it more of a family thing and less of something, again, just that I'm kind of out here on an island doing all my own for my own benefit. So anyway, for anyone who's interested in the book, the book is called One Beautiful Dream, and it's by Jennifer Fulweiler. And it was great. It really inspired me. She talks a lot in the book about her, like, (laughs) she uses this phrase in the book, called the blue flame she talks about like finding your blue flame i don't know if that's from a song or a movie or if she just made it up i don't know i can't remember if that was like from something but she she just references like finding your blue flame a lot And basically, it's about just finding kind of what you're good at. There's another blog that I read called Modern Mrs. Darcy, where she talks about a similar concept and she calls it like your unfair advantage. So this is something that like you are good at that not everyone is good at. So she is a very fast reader and she talks about how it kind of never occurred to her that that's, that's something that kind of sets her apart. That's something that she's good at. They're not, truthfully, not everyone is good at. Like not everyone is a really fast reader, but she is a really fast reader. And her blog is all about, you know, she writes book reviews and she recommends books and stuff like that. And she reads, oh my gosh, she reads so many books a year. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's, it's very impressive. And that's coming from me and I'm a fast reader and I feel like I read a lot, but I can't even hold a candle to the amount of books that she reads every year. Um, But Anyway, but it's just, she just kind of talked about, oh, everybody has something that they are actually better at than everybody else. And it could be something like reading. It could be something like, you know, I mean, it could be anything, honestly. It's just something that you're kind of naturally gifted at. And a lot of times, the, the funny thing is that she says a lot of times we don't recognize it in ourselves because it's so natural to us that we just we're kind of like, well, yeah, it's not really that big of a deal. So for her, she's like, well, yeah, of course I read fast, but that's, that's not really that big of a deal. But the thing is that it is a big deal. And so her whole point is that you should take that thing, that unfair advantage, and and you should kind of pursue it, and you should use it, and you should recognize that not everybody has that, and that I feel like that's very similar to this book, One Beautiful Dream, where she talks about your blue flame, and your blue flame is kind of your passion, and that thing that you are naturally good at, and she talks about how you should pursue that, and she and she kind of says, don't wait, like you know, I mean, again, if you can, if you have that season of life, you know, available to you, don't feel like you have to artificially put that off just because you have little kids. And and she, she definitely, like, qualifies that and says that there's times in her life when she maybe had to put that on hold, like you know, I mean, she has a bunch of kids. So like when she had newborns, she was not writing her book. She was not working on her book. And it took her longer to write and to publish her book than it probably did every other person. But she kind of kept pursuing it all throughout having kids and having her family life and all this stuff. And so that's just her message is kind of that you should continue to pursue those things. So when I think about podcasting, all of that was just to say that I like the idea of incorporating the kids and incorporating the family versus just trying to like shut them out and make it all about me. I feel like the more I incorporate the family, almost like the better it feels to me and the more natural it feels and the more I actually enjoy it. So anyway, you may hear from the kids more often and hopefully that's okay. (laughs) So in other news... I wanted to follow up on our last podcast, because if you recall on our last podcast, I feel like, you know, as an aside, I feel like now that we're only publishing episodes every two weeks, I I almost feel like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember what we said last time. Like, I actually had to go back and listen to the last 10 minutes of our podcast to be like, what were we talking about our last podcast? So if it feels like there's a big, um, a big gap between episodes, I feel like I feel that too. However, going back to the stage of life that we're in, I, I really, I feel like the every two weeks thing is much easier than every week. So I hope that you'll bear with me and maybe that will not always be the case. And speaking of family members joining us, Max just walked in. So hi, Max. Hi. So Max just got back from flag football practice, which he's playing flag football for the second year in a row and he's really enjoying it. So, and daddy's coaching your team for the second year in a row, right? Yes. So that's really fun. Something you guys can do together. But I was kind of giving everybody an update before just before you walked in, because the last time that I was on this podcast, I was actually talking about how we had put Lulu to bed that night at 615 at night because she wanted to go to bed. And I was saying I felt like we were on the edge of like a cliff. Because I was like, either she's really tired and she's fine, or she's about to get sick. And I thought she might have strep throat because there was a girl in her class who had had strep throat. It was, I felt like it was kind of going around the school. But I did not need to worry about strep throat because she did not have strep throat. What she actually had was the flu. The flu again! So, Lulu got the flu for a second time this winter. I could not believe it. That poor child. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. And I was kind of nervous that you were going to get it for the second time.
1: Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what to say.
0: Were, were you nervous that you were going to get it for the second time this winter?
1: I wasn't. I'm not really nervous when I get sick because I get happy because then I could watch TV.
0: I know. Of almost. course I was going to say this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually forgot. That you were actually saying that you were hoping you would get the flu because it's only when you have the flu that we let you watch TV. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was perfect. But you, I, I think, said that. I think you're kind of forgetting about the first time you had the flu when you also had the terrible fever. And you felt really awful. Remember all I that? I don't, I would rather have the flu <gasps> without throwing up. Oh, yeah, yes. Kind there of was... the uh, throwing up part. Yeah, well, yes, you know, I think that's kind of the tricky part about the flu is that it does not really pay attention to what it is that you want. Correct. So yeah, so Lulu had the flu for the second time, but luckily this time around, we caught it right away because she came down with the fever overnight. And you didn't know this, but Daddy and I were supposed to be going out of town, so we canceled our trip, and then we took Lulu to urgent care, and we got her started on Tamiflu since we found out right away. Of course, of course, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And then luckily no one else got it this time. Last time you got it, I got it, and Lulu got it. But this time it was just Lulu, and I I do feel like the Tamiflu helped, like... (laughs) I know there's some debate about whether or not it actually does anything, but I felt like she got better pretty quickly, and it didn't seem like it lingered too much.
1: I feel like it was good that Daddy didn't have the flu because he's yeah. the oldest, and,
0: and yeah, you, and he's your favorite. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's a I
0: actually was I actually was pretty happy then. Oh God, yeah, yes, it's a it's kind of a not very well kept secret in our house that Daddy is Max's very favorite person. Is that true?
1: Yes, no, maybe so.
0: Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Where where does Mommy rank on the list?
1: About 105. <laughs> okay. Okay, you know what? Well, Lou goes
0: to a well, 1000, so <laughs> fine. Okay. All right, you know what? I will take that 105. I will take that spot.
1: How about uh actually I get <laughs> you to a million 400 million <laughs> 3,
0: Is that good? Is that, like, the higher the number, the better I'm doing, or what? No, we're certainly <laughs> okay.
1: that, that means we'll be two. Daddy's one.
0: Oh, Daddy's number one. Okay. Oh, so you're saying there's four million people in front of me? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, so back to Lulu. So luckily, even though Lulu did get the flu, she actually got it and got over it in time for us to keep our Easter plans because we had plans to go out of town for Easter, right? yes yeah and it was really fun so we went to upstate new york which is actually where i'm from and we visited my brother your uncle matt my sister-in-law your aunt bernadette and they have four kids one of them is, is my best friend is your very best friend he's only nine days older than you you guys are so close in age and i feel like you just you love all the same things so what are some of the things that you and dominic both love football football i feel like avengers. number one avengers number two yeah
1: No, Avengers number one. Oh, really? (laughs) Football
0: number two. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, I'm going to say, because he's like, he's like so interested in football. Yeah. And kind of interested in Avengers. Okay. I'm so interested in Avengers. I'm kind of interested in football. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're the opposite.
0: Oh, you're the opposite. Okay. No, we both. Both of them. Yeah, you, I feel like you both like them both. And I feel like you guys both just get along so well. So, anyway, so we had a really, really nice Easter with them. We had lots of sweets and treats. You had ice cream sundaes one night. We had chocolate in the Easter basket. We had a really good dinner. And it was great. we just got back yesterday. And now we're just. Max is still on spring break until next week, so now we're kind of just hanging out, doing flag football practice and all that good stuff. Do you feel like you had a good time at Uncle Matt? Okay, what was your favorite part? So there was a bunch of things you guys did. You did the dance party, you did the egg hunt, and then you and Dominic played football a bunch. So what out of those three things, what do you think was your favorite? Dance party. Dance party. That was really fun. Uncle Matt is a dance party fanatic. He throws a good dance party. Even Lulu was getting really into it. She was being really funny. <laughs> Yeah, she her Lulu's favorite song is the middle.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, she is funny. Anyway, so anyway, so we had a great Can't weekend. Stop the <laughs> Max really enjoyed it, and now I think he's gonna take off and he's gonna go get some rest because he worked really hard in football practice today. Because he's one of the main defense people, and he blitzes the quarterback and he runs around the field a lot. And, and I get almost five times in a row a sack a lot of flags a lot of sacks so yeah it was great so good night maxie bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, i'll see you later max is getting more tired every minute that he sits here but thank you for coming on my podcast and joining me and i'll talk to you later bye bye okay well thank you to max for joining he can only join for so long because his attention span is sort of short especially on the nights that he has football practice <laughs> But like I said, I appreciate him coming on and I think it's fun and it's always fun to hear from him (laughs) the things that strike his interest. Um, And you might have noticed back there that I tried to kind of gloss over the fact that as of two weeks ago, Steve and I were about to go out of town and leave him overnight because we actually never told him that we had planned to go overnight since we didn't end up going. But we did cancel our trip to Florida when Lulu came down with the flu. I was actually glad in retrospect that we found out Prior to leaving, so she came down with a fever on Tuesday night, which was the day that we recorded the podcast. So Tuesday night around like 11. She started crying and I went into her room and she had a high fever. So Wednesday morning, first thing, I took her to urgent care and sure enough, she came back with the flu for the second time, which is so funny because honestly, I don't think I realized that you could even get the flu twice in one winter. I think I kind of thought that, you know, once you have it once, you'll build up like some sort of immunity to it. I don't know why I thought that. I I guess like, I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those like urban myths or maybe it's just something I made up in my mind. Either way, when we were sitting in the urgent care, I was making Lulu wear a mask because there was another girl at the urgent care and she was saying she thought she had strep throat. And at the time, I thought Lulu might have an ear infection. And I thought, well, if Lulu has an ear infection, I don't want her to catch strep throat from this other Yahoo who's sitting in urgent care. So I had Lulu wearing a mask to protect her. Little did I know, I was actually protecting a strep throat girl from Lulu who had the flu again. So I was, you know... I was bummed not to be able to go, but I did get trip insurance, which I always do. And so I just used the trip insurance and... We canceled the trip, and like I said, I I would prefer. I mean, this was first thing Wednesday morning. We were supposed to fly out first thing Thursday morning. And I, honestly, at the end of the day, I was like, it was better for it to happen then versus us to get down to Florida and be there for like two hours and then start getting text messages from my mom saying, oh, Lulu's got a really high fever. I'm not really sure what to do, or I think I better take her to urgent care or something like that. And then of course we would have wanted to just come right home anyway. So it kind of all worked out in the end, and i think we should be able to use the i think for like the airline miles they couldn't refund us because i missed the cancellation window by like two hours so basically what they do since we did have trip insurance like the airline won't just refund our money but they basically just hold that like it's almost like a credit through the place that we booked it through and so we just call them the next time we want to book something so it's a little more of a hassle but honestly not the end of the world um And you know, it's funny. I feel like booking trips is something that uh, it's always a little bit touch and go. I feel like I we I would say we go on probably about 50% of the trips that we plan, truthfully. And like I said, I always get travel insurance and we just, we try to make our plans and we just do the best we can. But in some ways, I kind of feel like I would rather, I would rather try and book the trip and then only go on 50% of them versus just kind of think to myself, well, you know, hey, I've got a three-year-old and a seven-year-old, what are you going to do? Because to me, I feel like it's, it's almost... I mean, to me, I guess I just feel like it's better to go on 50% of them than to go on none of them. And I think for Steve and I, you know, I think this kind of does go back to having little kids, but also having kids with special needs. I just feel like our lives are really busy. You know, we both work full time. Steve's coaching flag football. I'm doing the podcast. We just, I mean, we have a lot going on. So we do try to put a premium on being able to just get away just the two of us and just have time to... I don't know, have a conversation. Like, we did this Florida trip last year, and I've I've mentioned this to, like, a few of my friends, but I distinctly remember last year looking at Steve, and he was saying something. I don't even remember what the conversation was, but I distinctly remember, like, looking at him and being like, oh my gosh, you're funny. Like, you're a funny person. I think I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot that you're funny. <laughs> like Not because he's never funny in real life, but just because, I mean, we don't have that many conversations that don't get interrupted by, you know, Max needs something or Lulu needs a drink or somebody's unhappy about something. And so, you know, I know that, you know, everyone's situation is different, but I feel like for us, we are lucky that we have family in the area and we have people that we trust to watch the kids. I feel like that makes a huge difference. And so I kind of just feel like, If we can do it, let's try and make it happen. And, you know, when you're planning this stuff, it does, it feels like, it feels like more of a hassle than some sort of enjoyable thing. Because it's like, you always kind of feel bad asking someone like, oh, can you stay with the kids and booking stuff, knowing it might not work out and trying to get time off of work if you're going for more than just a weekend and all that stuff. Like it just, it feels like such a hassle and it feels so much easier to just be like, you know what, let's just stay home, whatever. But I, I found that when we put the effort into it every single time, it is so worth it and I really really enjoy it so for us you know it is something that we put a priority on when we can make it happen again things come up our kids get the flu we don't always go but when we can go we do and then we really enjoy it so we have another one we're trying to like since we didn't get to go on the Florida trip we are trying to do something in the next couple of weeks we're gonna try and go just this time just locally we're just gonna go go away it's not gonna be for as long it's not gonna be as far but we're just gonna again just see what you can do and, and I am looking forward to it. I feel like I spent a lot of time with my kids this winter, especially since we all had the flu twice, and I just feel like, you know what, as much as I love them, I think I love them more when a little distance, which can make the heart grow fonder, so that's our big plan, so that's the update from last week, and Hopefully, cold and flu season is officially over and we will not deal with this again, ever. (laughs) So, for those of you who are waiting with bated breath to find out if we ever made it to our trip, no, we did not. However, I'm not letting that deter us. And that is the moral of that story. I think that's all I have for tonight. Thanks to everyone for listening along and for listening to Max and I. And we will be back in two weeks. So, have a good night and I'll talk to you then. Bye.